Welcome to the Mama Bear Apologetics Podcast. A podcast where we teach you to roar like a mother. And by roar, we mean recognize the message, offer discernment, argue for a healthier approach, and reinforce these ideas with your kids. Unless you want to growl around your house. I mean, that's cool too. <laughs> You're like, check it. We keep it reels. <laughs> that's so bad. You're awesome. Mama Bear Apologetics is a listener-supported program, so if you like what we do, head on over to the Mama Bear Apologetics website and click support. It's time to rise up, ladies. Rise up, Mama Bears. This might not affect your faith, but it might affect your children's. Welcome to our end of year wrap-up with Mama Bear Apologetics. I'm Hillary, and with me is Nancy. Say hello, Nancy. <laughs> hello. And and then Amy and Lindsay, most of y'all already know. Nancy is our, our new one that we have not introduced you to. She has been an absolute godsend. So um, she came along, I think, last year, right after I had the Whipple procedure, where we really needed someone to help with a lot of administrative stuff. And I can say that she has, we, we call her my, my, uh, my external hard drive because I can't remember anything that I say. And so... <laughs> Nancy, you can attest to when I'm like, what did I say about that? And you were like, you really aren't kidding. You don't remember what you say. <laughs> Everybody's like, no, you don't. It's amazing. My my uh, my my iceberg with my penguin is all researched and any conversation I have that's outside of that just I can't remember. So, um, yeah. Uh, so we want to just introduce everyone to Nancy and, of course, Amy and Lindsay. And so we just want to give an end of year update and talk about a couple different things. We want to talk about um, maybe some of the milestones that Mama Bear has had this year, some of the interactions that um, have been really, really meaningful. Um, we want to look at just uh, some of the things that we've learned. Amy's got a great one that she's learned that y'all are just going to love and just how, how, how we can encourage you and some challenges that we can give to you as mama bears. So we're going to let Nancy kick it off. Nancy, tell us some of our stats from this year. Like what have we accomplished this year in 2022? Yeah, God has really done some amazing things through mama bear apologetics this year. And we were just talking that we're so, I mean, even beyond what y'all could have imagined a few years ago. So mm -hmm. this year, book one is being published either in the process or has been published in Korean, Russian, Czech, German, Portuguese, Spanish, and Indonesian. So Mama Bear is now international going around the world to help moms everywhere. So that is just incredible. Uh, collectively, the four of us have visited 14 different states to see Mama Bears everywhere. So we mm -hmm. have been to Oregon, Pennsylvania a couple of times, Georgia, yep. Tennessee, Ohio, Minnesota, Virginia, North and South Carolina, Michigan, of course, Texas, mm -hmm. right? Arkansas, Missouri, and Colorado. So Mama Bears, if you didn't hear your name and that your state in that list, you need to go to our website, go to the events page at the very bottom. You can invite us to your location uh, or to your have country. one of us speak. Because I know country, we're going yes. to Europe. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, this is one of the things we have a lot of. My, I, I, I keep having mama bears ask me, oh, whenever, uh, you know, when are you going to come here? You know, when, uh, when are you going to I think they have this idea that we decide where we're going to go and then we create an event. And so I want everybody to be clear that that is not how we work. I know that there are some organizations that do that. The way mama bear works is that 
mamas like y'all get excited about the mama bear book and they talk to their pastors and the pastors can see the, the value of it. And they say, we want to put on a conference. And so the, like Nancy said, you can go to our website. There's a speak tab there that you can um, request a speaking engagement. If you want us to come to your church, that is the way that we do it. We don't decide where we go. We go where we're asked to go. So right. that that is just a little, little nugget there for you. If you're wanting Mama Bear to come to your state or come to your church or whatever. So I have just a couple more stats. Um, Mama Bear Books collectively have now sold 324,058 books. Wow. So a third of a million. That's so, so that's crazy. Incredible. Creeping up to the million. We're <laughs> <laughs> at least a fraction of the million that someone. <laughs> we should like do a thing. We got to do like a little million party. You know, all these YouTubers do it when they get a million subscribers. Why can't Mama Bear when we sell a million books? Hey, I'm yes, down with Absolutely. It. Mm -hmm. We are now at 75 podcasts, which we're very excited about. We've got a lot of great guests this year. So if you haven't checked those out, you can find those on our website. Amy's doing an awesome job with that. Um, And uh, Lindsay monitors our website. She said way back when Mama Bear was first launching in 2019, about 3,000 of you a month were going out and checking out our website. Now it's closer to three to 4,000 a day. 40,000 Mama Bears are checking out our website every day. There's great resources out there. We've got resource guides around holidays. We have um, our blogs. We have our audio blogs. There's so many great resources. And so if you haven't checked it out, you should be 4,001 today. (laughs) (laughs) That's your goal. Um, So thank you, Nancy, for all those stats. So I want to move on to... What are some, you know, like we talked about, we've gone to 14 different states and that's not even counting the number of events that we've kind of maybe done local. Um, But uh, what are some interactions? And we'll start with you, Nancy, and then we'll go to Amy and then then Lindsay. What are some interactions that you've had? Because we've actually been able to have you, uh, Nancy, on some of the events that we just kind of needed some extra help to be there to kind of help organize things. You've been able to talk to some of the participants um, so let's all talk about what are some of the just really impactful interactions that we've had with mama bears who have come across um, the material that we're reading now. Well, I would say for me, I was at the book table and I had a mom come up and just clutch our book and say, I absolutely love mama bear. She's like, I, you know, my kids are in elementary and middle school and they're coming home with some things that I didn't grow up with. And so I thought, I know what I'm hearing isn't quite right but I don't know how to combat it. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to guide my kids. She's like, but when I picked up this book and I read it, it gave me the words that I, that I couldn't find before. And so I have the ability to walk my kids through some of the situations they have because I have the Mama Bear Apologetics book now and they're excited. And there have been some that have come up crying with very similar stories that they're so excited to finally, I think, feel like they have somebody in their corner. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Amy? So what caught me off guard, I think the most in in a good way were just the amazing interactions with teens that I've Mm -hmm. had at a lot of the speaking events. So the, a lot of the events that I go to are for parents and adults, but yet there will be teens in the audience as well that maybe came with their parents or with a college uh, youth group or um, HBU, like apologetics club, you know, it's, it's been amazing. And so the interactions there is just overwhelming excitement and gratefulness of understanding 
understanding God's design for their bodies and sexuality. I mean, I'm talking, I've had, uh, I had one teen girl when I did an event that she was probably 14, 15. And she goes, oh my gosh, God is so cool. Like when you really look and how he designed everything, it makes so much sense. He truly loves us is what she said. And she was just so excited. He truly loves us. And Mm. that's what is just, I get chills thinking of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, other girls too, that are are choked up because they, they didn't know how to talk to their friends or how to defend their faith and their, and their views and convictions regarding sexuality and the talks and the books, like Nancy said, gave them the words, gave them the boldness because God did not give us a spirit of meekness, but a spirit of boldness to effectively wield the armor of God in a way that they're not just striking down ideas, but they are, they are bringing people with them to the foot of the cross. That's probably yeah. just been the most exciting is not just empowering moms and grandmamas and grandpapas, but seeing the teens, the Gen Z, the, the generation that some people I think um, don't give a lot of credit to that they, mm-hmm. They want to know, and they are excited when they get the truth. Didn't you have one girl that was like, I didn't know that I was worth this or it was something along the lines of. Yeah. So that was a few years ago. Um, and that was my very first out of state conference uh, to where when uh, and I used the example that I use in the book, uh, the Pinocchio movie and shown the correlations mm-hmm. between Pleasure Island and sex positivity. And this girl, she was 17. She had thrown herself completely into hookup culture and had been hearing the worldview claims within hookup culture that, you know, she just needed to use her body and that. But she recognized that in using her body and objective herself, she was buying into this lie that she was disposable and youth, useless. Mm-hmm. And her only value was in those 20 to 30 minutes that she spent with that guy. And afterwards she goes, I, I had no idea I had value until I heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, that uh, it, that's why it's so important for us to, to get our view of our bodies correctly because of the worldview claims yep. that are made. And it's amazing to see God working and using mama bear apologetics to, to really nurture and build up even the younger generation who, who aren't mamas yet, but it is reaching the teens and it's fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Lindsay? What are some interactions that you've had with mama bears? I had a couple that, um, really stick out. The first was I went to Atlanta, um, last month, last month I went to Atlanta and it was for a women's retreat. And I haven't personally been on a lot of women's retreats because, um, I just never really found my place in a women's (laughs) retreat to be honest. Um, but this, I was invited to, yeah, I think a lot of us are raising our hands. (laughs) Anyone in the apologetics field, we don't, yeah, usually it doesn't fit. I never really fit in, um, Mm -hmm. at a women's retreat. So I just haven't really gone to many women's retreats, but I was invited to, um, attend and speak at an event, a retreat in Atlanta and it changed my life. It was a, a, probably the best event I've attended and spoken at. Um, Mm. and I think what was so wonderful about it is that there were 50 women there who hadn't been able to gather since the beginning of the pandemic. So it was their first time gathering. It was intergenerational. There were grandmas there and, um, singles who, um, weren't moms yet. And, uh, they were just all together and wanting to learn something new. And they had this, this hunger. Many of them had never heard the word apologetics before and uh, didn't really know what they were expecting to learn uh, coming into the weekend. And we talked about 
biblical legacy, which is probably going to come up next, you know, the next question too, for me, that's mm-hmm. something God has really just been harping on in my life um, this year and, and the legacy that we're leaving for not only our children, the, but the people over whom we have influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it's just been that moment for me in Atlanta, where I got to speak with all different types of women from all backgrounds who were there for, for the sole purpose of being together um, and, and, and learning about Jesus was just wonderful. Um, and then the second for me is I'm leading a book club at my church and I never expected that uh, it would be as wonderful as it is. And I say that honestly, knowing that the book club members are going to listen to this podcast. Hey girls. Um, but I started it in the summer just on a whim and said, well, why don't we do the mama bear book? Is that, you know, why not? And uh, I used our study guide and uh, we, we learned a lot it, uh, full of women who some of them had been exposed to apologetics um, previously, but some of them had not. And they were just sort of dipping their toes into the water. And um, I said, well, do you want me to continue a book club in the fall and have like a traditional uh, small group community where we read a book? And they said, yes. And I said, okay, great. Which book do we want to do? And they said, well, obviously the second book, I didn't even (laughs) volunteer it. I was like, you want to do the second book? Um, I'm not like, I I don't know a lot about sex. (laughs) (laughs) She's got two kids. She knows a little bit. You should know a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do know a little, but I know the semantics. I know how it works, but the, I, I was very honest. I was like, I'm not Amy, but maybe I can get her to come down because she lives up to two hours away. I said, I'm not Hillary and she not coming down. So um, <laughs> you're going to learn from me. And and so it's been really fun to actually learn together. Um, it's, it's, we've been really practicing our poker faces, uh, how to have conversations <laughs> without blushing. And we're saying really, really hard words um, that caused me to blush still. And I'm like, Oh, not ready yet. <laughs> it's kind of like, the, what can we say this week to make each other blush kind of conversation? Amy and I got over that right in the book and our uh, search browser histories will never be the same. Yeah. Still getting yeah. some amazing emails every now and then. And I'm like, that mm. one's from the book. <laughs> yeah. I learned and, yesterday that we're not yeah. supposed to Google erector sets on Amazon. <laughs> No. So, okay. But let's preface this. So the reason I said that was because, um, we were talking about how pornography is so easily accessible. And I just shared the funny experience of my middle son's an engineer and he likes old things. So I was like, man, one of those old school erector sets would be great. I wonder if I could get it on Amazon. Don't Google that on Amazon. You're not going to get what you think you're going to get. But that's the kind of conversation that we have in book club every week. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And um, it's a, a group of women who I don't, I don't think traditionally you would think we were going to be together and that we would get along. We're just a bunch of different varieties of backgrounds and um, we're, there's a unified purpose. We just want yeah. to know more so that we can equip our kids. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's been really fun for me as a mama bear. I'm on the mama bear team and I'm still learning so much and growing so much from our resources, but other resources um, out there as well. 
Well, that's what I love so much about your book club story, because it it really started like there was not much knowledge of apologetics and it started with a book club. And so one thing that we've noticed through speaking events is so many women are, are they're just so excited and on fire and they, they came to the event from a different church and they're like, well, we want to mm-hmm. do something and how do I get this started? And so often like coming right out the gate and hosting a conference is often a bit overwhelming for a church, but mm-hmm. where it starts the best is, you know what, you're on fire, you have a passion and you have the book. If you just open up your home and, you know, bake some cookies and invite some ladies over and start with a book club, there have been several conferences that I've attended this fall alone that it, I was called up there for the, for the purpose because somebody started a book club and the moms got excited and Mm -hmm. it's word spread throughout the church. And the pastor is like, what's going on with all these ladies? They're talking about mama bears, (laughs) what's happening. And then all of a sudden it led to a church conference. So, so many moms, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're listening you're like, gosh, I want to start something. Um, you know what, start with a book club and just see, see, Mm -hmm. you know, what God does with just that small act of faith. Well, it really lights a fire because Mm -hmm. I get, I get a lot of the speaking, I get the majority of the speaking requests that come in from Mama Bear. So I get the privilege of talking to pastors all over the country, uh, that are looking to set up a conference. And I would tell you that probably 80 plus percent say, you know, there was some lady in our church that started a book club and a bunch of ladies came and they won't stop talking about it. <laughs> and oftentimes by the time it gets to the pastor's wife, you know, cause she's in the house with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife was part of that book club and she wore people <laughs> on my staff were part of that book club and they read the book and they won't stop talking about it. And so I need to find out what it takes to get one of your mom and bears here to talk to our people because they really want to hear what y'all have to say. Mm-hmm. Ah, it makes me so tingly inside. It's amazing. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So it's like, you don't have to start big, just starting small. And like uh, Lindsay and Amy were were talking about it's, uh, and even with me, I'm teaching a class at my church um, on, on the, the book and, uh, we're not just asking other people to do this. We're doing this ourselves and we're seeing just this, this passion. And one of the things that I really love and, and uh, hopefully Nancy, you remember this. One of the things that I see happening with mama bear that I absolutely love is it's bringing people from different churches together to the same event. Yeah. So the, yeah. the one that I want to talk about is the one in Pennsylvania. Nancy, do mm-hmm. you remember how many churches we had represented there? Oh, you're talking about the first Pennsylvania one. Yeah, yeah they had more like a mother event. Mm-hmm. Yep, they had, I believe, uh, forty or fifty different churches. Wow. They only mm-hmm. had a three hundred seated auditorium, but they so promoted it within the networks of churches around them that uh, they sold out, and they had over a hundred people on a waiting list, just hoping somebody wouldn't be able to go so they could come. So yeah. people are hungry to have the tools that Mama Bear is offering to be able to help their kids, really, because that's mm-hmm. that's the bottom line, right? And yeah. um, it's just incredible to see what God is doing. Yeah, and I just want to encourage people that, that that one of the things I love about Mama Bear and something that's been on my heart literally since college is just getting getting rid of like the whole tribalism thing and coming together as the body of Christ. And I love the fact that we have so many churches that are coming together for the same event. And I just want to encourage people that if you are 
trying to get an event to happen at your church, think beyond just your church. Mm -hmm. Think of all the smaller churches that are around you that might have heard of Mama Bear, but would never be able to bring us out. Advertise to all the churches in the area. And especially if you're a church that can hold that, you know, a, a larger amount of people realize that this is a way to bring the body of Christ together mm -hmm. in something that we can all agree on. Because, I mean, it, it's it's fine for everybody to have their own churches, but we need to be the body sometimes. And that's one of the things that I've just been so humbled by is to see how these different churches are working together. Uh, to make these events happen. And you're having relationships form between these different churches, uh, which is exactly how I think the body of Christ is supposed to happen, is, is supposed to work. Hill, it's just so amazing. I know that I'm like hijacking this for a minute, but it is so That's amazing okay. to me to think back to 2018, right? And yep. we're, we're just getting together and you have this ministry and you, you speak at the Women in Apologetics Conference that year. And you're writing the book and it, we had no idea what was about to happen. And then nope. even in 2020, when we're, we're starting the, the pandemic, right. And we're, we don't know what's going to happen. And we decide to overhaul the website at that point, which you're brilliant. Maybe um, <laughs> but we, we made some changes. Right. And, and I think they were really good uh, mm -hmm. for, for the better for our ministry, but to watch the growth I just would have never imagined what God had in store for this ministry. I came in trusting him, not having a clue what was about to happen. And I don't think you ever had a clue either. I think you're writing this book and you've, you've got your buddies around you and you're writing this book and, and it comes out and you still had no idea what was going to happen. And it's just astonishing to me to listen to the numbers and to, which are fun to reflect on, but we, we at Mama Bear don't dwell a lot on numbers, which I think is why we're right. so surprised. We're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> did that really? Uh, we, just, we don't spend a lot of time talking about numbers. We spend more time talking about the personal interactions that we have yes. and the way God is moving in our lives. And so to, to take a minute and reflect on it is just, I think, a lovely moment um, that I'm just so grateful for to be a part of. Yes. Oh, well, can I so throw thankful. in a couple tips? Cause I know, and <laughs> feel free ladies to chip in because with these events, like what we're talking about, there's some things that we've noticed that really help uh, an event really flourish. And one yeah. is allowing the dads to be there like churches. Mm -hmm. If I mean, pouring into mom is absolutely fantastic, but when you can pour in and build up mom and dad together, because guys, men and women have different perspectives. They have different experiences. And when you can mm -hmm. have both parents welcome together to learn and grow. Oh my gosh. That has been such cool dynamics. Interacting with the dads as well as the moms is awesome. And then if, yep. if you're able to, you know, childcare is fantastic because there yes. are a lot of single moms out there who would mm -hmm. not otherwise be able to go to these events. So, I mean, it's, I would it's argue that childcare is a must. Yeah. If it's, you it's really yes. have a you can do event, it. Um, mm -hmm. you need to offer childcare yeah. Um, yeah. in and some way. There's a lot of places that have like their, their youth who are trying to raise money for mission trips and stuff like that yep. uh, to do it. But we cannot recommend that enough so that mom and dad yep. can attend together. The, there's nothing wrong with having a women's conference. We do it all the time, mm -hmm. but we do love having the men and the women there together so that mom or mom and dad are being equipped at the same time. And yes, please child care. That's, that's been the cry of my heart since we started mama bear. <laughs> yeah. Just well, I would just tips. add 
Yeah, I was going to say, I would add one more thing that we saw in Pennsylvania when Amy and uh, Hillary were able to speak together Mm. recently is they didn't just partner with other churches. They also partnered with other organizations. And so there were other organizations that were there as a resource for parents in the hall, but they had um, the Christian Institute of their state come to let parents know what their rights were Mm. in the school system, in their communities. So it went beyond just the practical daily tips, but what does the law say I'm allowed to do? And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of parents were like, that just for me took it to here because Mm. now not only do I have this information, I know what I'm allowed to do. And so I just think um, anytime that you can add to it and resource Mm -hmm. parents is great. Well, and they had yep. a home, they had homeschooling information and I think private schooling mm-hmm. as well. So it's, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much, it's not just reaching out to yeah. other churches, connect with your local Christian private schools and your local Christian homeschools, because you'll have a lot of moms and parents that will not other, otherwise hear of this event that, oh man, you know, it's, so it's great. There's so many opportunities for outreach that we just want to empower you to, to take on. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And then I just kind of want to end on, um, like everybody knows here, I've had a rough couple of years, um, especially the, since 2021. Um, so for those who don't know, I went through a very, very major surgery called the Whipple procedure, which basically rearranges your entire gut and you have to learn how to like digest food from scratch, which just saying that I think I understand why babies cry so much because it is hard to learn to digest from scratch. And you know what, then they're, they're doing a good job. You know, if that's all they can do is have their bodies learn to digest. That's a, that's a hard job because I've been there now. Um, but anyway, so, um, I just didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I didn't know if the Lord was saying this is going to be the end of my ability to speak for mama bear if i'm going to have to give up the ministry because my body is just so broken at this point the team was so amazing um just giving me the time that i needed to heal some things in mama bear that kind of went by the wayside for a little bit but um they uh namely the podcast because it's like i kept thinking i was going to come back and do the podcast uh which is a whole other story in, in in itself which i'll talk about But there's something really, really important, actually two really, really important things that I learned. So number one, um, my, we talk about this in our Thanksgiving podcast that we had, um, that came out that, um, the practicing gratitude, um, that I made gratitude, my word of the year for 2021. And that took me through that surgery, um, that when I was just laying there in pain and just, Oh my gosh, I I can't, I can't imagine being in more pain, even with the pain medication. I just kept thinking of, okay, what can I say that I'm grateful for? What can I say that I'm grateful for? And because I had focused that year on looking for things to be grateful for, I was able to get through that time. And I found that even in my recovery, it has made it to where it is so much easier. Um, and the joy of the Lord is still there because I'm focusing on gratitude. So that's my one, my one, but the second one that has to do with, um, where I thought the Lord might be calling me and wondering what he was going to do, I think is very applicable for the parents out there. And so I want to just tell you what, what I've learned this year. Um, so I, I gave up all my speaking engagements until the end of uh, 2021 thinking, oh, you know, that's enough time to heal. The surgery was in May, surely by January, I'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, 
not the case. So anyway, I had a speak, we were waiting on booking me other speaking engagements for the rest of the year. Um, and I had a speaking engagement in January and I told the Lord, this is my test. If you are telling me that you have not called me to do this anymore, make that clear here. Um, so as John and I traveled, he travels with me everywhere just because I can't, I can't handle travel by myself. Um, before that speaking engagement, I was up at 3 a.m. just running back and forth to the bathroom. You don't need to know all the details. Just again, all the, all the gastrointestinal stuff. I was in pain. I was crying. Um, and I was thinking, this is it. This is the Lord telling me I can't do this anymore. I kid you not. When I got to the event, everything got fine. All of a sudden I was able to turn on, I was able to give, um, a, a speak, a, a very good talk. I was able to talk with people afterwards. Uh, John and I even thought, Hey, let's go visit because we were pretty close to where well, we were about an hour away from the beach. I think this is when we were in, um, Florida. Did we have Florida on our list? Um, but, um, anyway, so we went to, to go to the beach and by the time we got there, I was in so much pain that we just had to turn around and go back home and, or go back to the hotel. And so, and then I was in pain for the rest of the day. And so this is, uh, and, and I actually had another speaking engagement where, um, like that same weekend that it's a long story, the same thing happened. I felt horrible beforehand when it came time to do the speaking engagement, the Lord gave me what I needed. And then I felt really sick afterwards. And so this is what I learned from that. The Lord was saying, I may not give you the energy before, and I may not give you the energy after, but what you, I've called you to, I will give you the energy to do. I will provide you with what you need in the moment that you need it. I may not give it to you before, and I may not give it to you after. And that was what I trusted in that the Lord had said during that. And so at that point, Nancy and I said, okay, Let's start booking these engagements. I feel like the Lord has spoken on this. And basically there were times when I would go through, uh, you know, you know, sometimes weeks in a row where I couldn't get out of bed. But when it came time to go and do the event, I got up there and the Lord showed up. Um, and so I'm just living day by day in that faith and in that submission and surrender that I don't have to feel like I can do the mission. God is going to do it. And so um, I want to say this because I know that there's so much going on with the mama bears right now is um, uh, out there with all the sexuality stuff and all just the things that are very, very scary and wondering, what do I have to do? Do I have to pull my child out of, out of uh, public school? Am I going to have to, you know, what, what do I have to do? How do I get this information to my kids? How do I protect my kids? And I just want to say, Please learn from what the Lord has told me. He will give you energy and the ability to do that, which he has called you to do. So like one of the reasons why Amy has taken over the podcast is she and I tried to do the podcast again together. And every single time we got on there, Amy can remember that all of a sudden, like my eyes would start drooping. And I was like, you know, I'd planned on doing this podcast with her. And it was clear that the Lord was saying, nope, I'm not giving you energy for this. And at that point, that kind of gave us the nudge to uh, put Amy in charge of the podcast. And I can't even tell you what an amazing job that she has done with that and the growth that I've seen in her. And that wouldn't have happened had I not just listened to the Lord and said, I will do what you've given me the energy to do. And if I don't have the energy to do it, then you have not called me to it. 
So mama bears, I want you to know that you're going to know what the has called you to by he is going to give you the ability to do it. It may mean that you need to cut back in a lot of things in your life. It, uh, you know, I've had to cut back with so many things out of just force uh, because of, because of my body. Um, there's some days where I have to say, you know what the Lord's plan for me today was to rest all day. And by golly, I nailed it. <laughs> I, I, I did it. I had a very productive rest day. I just slept and listened to scripture. So I did exactly what the Lord had called me to do that day. Um, be asking the Lord what he has called you to do. And he is going to equip you for what he has called you to. Um, and you don't have to feel like you have the energy for it. He will give you the ability to do it when it is time to do it. So I just want to leave you encouraged with that, that that is what I've learned this year. Um, it has changed my outlook on everything. I am so much more willing to just be weak. And I am really learning how in my weakness, he is strong and that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I've, I was forced to learn this in a very painful way. Um, but at the same time, I think he had done that just so that I could share that with the mama bears, because I know some people are feeling beat down and like they can't do things. So ask the Lord what he's called you to do. Um, give up what you need to give up in order to disciple your children and then just start moving forward with what he's called you to do and he will equip you for it. So that is what I've learned for this year. Does anyone else have anything they want to say before we wrap this up? I think that's a perfect ending point. I, I completely No, agree. no, 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 no. You don't no. get out of what you learned this year, Amy. No. What did you learn this year? Amy has a very important thing that she learned this year. Lindsay. So yeah, we've got no this to you for not letting her sneak out of that. No, this was a important great lessons ending. from Amy. Okay, yes. go. So deep, amazing <laughs> stuff from Hillary. What Amy learned this year was that you be very careful how you book flights on Priceline because I was trying to be super economical with my plane ticket choice. And there was a daily deal that was really inexpensive, but it was non-refundable. They didn't give you any details. So I'm like, well, it looks like it's just getting me from point A to point B. Nailed it. I'm going to I'm going to sign up for it. And then on the day of my flight, I see that the reason the flight was so cheap was because it gave me four layovers and 18 hours in an airport. <laughs> so I got to go from Dallas to Houston, Houston to Fort Myers, Fort Myers to Chicago, and then Chicago to finally my ending point. So um, yeah, it, it was awesome. I did a lot of people watching. Every meal was in a new state, but um, yeah. Hey, so okay. we got all sorts of amazing texts from her through, throughout the day. <laughs> Yeah, they just became like increasingly so, more sarcastic as the coffee wore off. So, um, <laughs> but the point is, God works so anyway, through all situations. That's right. And it's a very valid learning point that, thank you, Lindsay, we needed yes. to, yes. we needed, I think that's that needed what to be multiple. What you all said, you're like, well, Amy, what did you learn? And I'm like, gee, thanks, ladies. God taught me. You. God taught me to enjoy the process this year. And it sounds like he's actually taught you the same thing, but I didn't have to do that. 
I had ample witnessing opportunities. Let's just say that. So <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Well, I've enjoyed my time with you ladies. I'm going to pray us out and just, uh, yeah, just remember what you said, ladies, uh, just, uh, um, we're all starting mama bear groups. You can start a mama bear group. That is one of the best ways to just really spread the word. Um, and it's super easy. We've got the study guides for you. Lots of discussion questions, the discipleship workbook. I just want to put a plug for that for the sexuality book has a lot of extra activities that you can do with your kids. So I highly, highly recommend that along with it. But, um, uh, really this, this is how we're going to be start helping our kids to stand within culture. And we're, we're not asking you to do anything that we're not doing ourselves. So, uh, anyway, I'm gonna pray us out. Lord God, thank you so much for this time of just, um, serious talk, but also laughter, Lord, that, you know, sometimes the, the lessons that you teach us are deep and profound, and sometimes they're super practical, uh, and they're both equally valid, Lord. We just thank you for, um, I just thank you for this team, Lord, and for what I see you doing through this ministry, God, that, uh, the, the reach that Mama Bear has had goes far beyond anything that any of us could even try to do. And with the manpower that we have, we really should not have this, uh, the, the level of ministry that we do, which tells us, Lord, that you are the one that goes before us. You are our banner. This is a work of you. It is the Lord who builds the house and we do not take credit for what you have done, Lord. Lord, I pray for the ladies that are listening that have been um, feeling convicted that there's something that they need to do, some ways that need they need to be discipling their kids, Lord. Maybe they see their kids starting to have a change in attitude, Lord. I pray that they would just be able to silence everything in their life so that they can hear from the Holy Spirit of what do they need to do to make sure that their children are walking with the Lord, even if it means making difficult decisions, Lord. Uh, I was reading. Um, in the, in the passage where you talk about, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off, Lord, whatever it is in our children um, that is preventing us from being able to disciple them, Lord, that we would be willing to give up whatever it is that we need to give up in order to properly disciple our children in a world that seems to be going mad right now, Lord, just absolutely crazy. Uh, we pray for the mama bears out there as they are learning this information, we pray that it would not feel overwhelming, God, but it would feel empowering. And that is the word that we've gotten back from so many mama bears that it's the, the, the materials are giving them words for something that they'd already noticed. And they finally have the words to talk about it. We pray for just organic conversations, Lord. We pray for um, partnerships between churches that we would start becoming the body of Christ. Lord, I thank you for the ways that uh, that uh, the materials are bringing churches together, Lord. And I pray that you would continue doing that as we learn to act as the body of Christ, even as we are in our own separate churches. Uh, Father God, I pray that you empower the mama bears out there to do what they need to do, Lord, that they would know that they don't have to feel like they have the ability to do it, that when they're called to do something, you will give them the ability to do it in that moment. They may not feel it before, they may not feel it after, but in that moment, you will give them the ability. And I pray they would have the faith uh, and that they would step faith to do whatever it is that you're calling them to do, knowing that they don't have to feel like they can. You are the God who builds the house. Um, 
So we just pray for a supernatural gift of faith, Lord. We pray over Mama Bear, Lord, as we continue to try to glorify you with this ministry, Father God. I pray that you would continue to lead us in wisdom and in insight and in knowledge and in discernment, Lord, um, as we seek to serve the Mama Bears and the Papa Bears that are out there, Lord. Um, We give all of our efforts to you, Lord, to you alone be the glory. In your name I pray, amen. This has been a Mama Bear Apologetics recording. To learn more about Mama Bear Apologetics, please visit us on the web at www.mamabearapologetics.com. We hope you learned a little more about how to sift through ideas, accept the good, reject the bad, and now you can go teach your kids to do the same. Do you have any questions or maybe some ideas about future podcast episodes? Send us an email to askthemamabears at gmail.com and we'll do our best. Rise up, ladies. Rise up, Mama Bears. We are all in this together.